Hey friends, I hope you're all being safe and staying healthy and as happy as you can during these unprecedented times. If you didn't know, I'm a native New Englander. My family and I live in New Hampshire. And the end of this past week and this weekend, it was uh, unseasonably warm for the month of November in New Hampshire. I, I took our dog for a walk through a park both Saturday and Sunday of this past weekend. As it was sunny and in the 70s, just beautiful. Our dog is finally at a point where she wants to walk. For a, you know, We only got her in September and for a while it was kind of like this thing where he had, we had to keep coaxing her, you know, uh, every 50 feet she'd, uh, we'd give her a treat, you know, but, um, but we're at the point now where she gets excited if she hears the word walk, or you say walkies, or you just pull out the harness, you know, because we use a harness that goes around uh, her chest and over her two front legs, rather than, uh, um, rather than a, a standard leash, which would go around her neck, though, we, though we've used that also in the past. Anyway, the, the weather's been unusual for this time of year for New Hampshire, but absolutely, absolutely welcome. Uh, we're fortunate to have a nice park in the city we live in. Uh, I've had some wonderful and surprising experiences in the park. I've, uh, I've run into old friends and new friends. I've seen some uh, amazing wildlife. I once, saw, I once saw a koi, which is very strange to see. I guess somebody let a, a koi fish go, and it's just this giant koi. Um, this happened once when I was trying to to get our city library to make uh, more copies of my novels available for loan. Uh, I'd, been, I'd been handing out business cards to random folks in my city who were members of our public library, asking them uh, to put the loan copy, the loan copy, rather, I should say the single loaner copy of my book that our library had uh, on hold. And this is my, my 2019 book, Now We Have Nothing. I was approaching strangers everywhere I went, and I was carrying these business cards with me everywhere, uh, approaching and asking complete strangers to to please put the library's copy of my book on hold. And, and weirdly enough, one woman I'd approached in the park, a completely random person, turned out to be a book reviewer. Yeah, and she ended up reading Now We Have Nothing and giving me a positive review. I, I was thrilled. It was it was a, a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, happening. Anyway, now, now regular listeners of this fine weekly podcast, The People Are the Enemy podcast, hosted by me, Andy Mascola, can probably guess where I'm about to go with this monologue. And, and you're absolutely right. This is, the, this is the time in the show's opening monologue when I tell you uh, there are no ads on the People Are the Enemy podcast. Uh, there's no Patreon set up for it. Um, but I am a published author with eight novels currently available for purchase worldwide via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. And again, uh, for new listeners, you can find books by searching my name, Andy Mascola. And my last name is spelled M-A-S as in Sam, C-O-L-A as in Coca-Cola. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song.
People Are the Enemy listeners. This is uh, the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so, so much for checking it out. Uh, I appreciate it. It's good to be with you. It's good to good to have you along. I hope uh, I hope everything is going okay with you. I've, I've been uh, I've been staying up late. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, 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 I mentioned this on last week's show. I'm doing National Novel Writing Month this month. This is how I usually get the first drafts down for my uh, my novels. Basically, I, I crank out a manuscript uh, in, within the month of November. And then I spend the rest of uh, the rest of the following year editing it until it's uh, until it's as good as it can be. So 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 it's uh, I'm getting my inspiration mostly at night, and 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 of course that's when I have more time to myself. My family is asleep, uh, the dog's in her crate, and I can I can uh, I can gorge myself on on uh, 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 lots of Halloween candy and uh, whatever whatever other sugars I I can I can scrounge up around the house and just uh, load up and then. Uh, and then and then create and um, it's something I love doing. It's a lot of work, but it's uh, it's certainly a labor of love, and it feels it feels great at the end when you've got a first draft down, and uh, you know it needs a lot of work, but but you're still happy to have uh, to have something to to work with. You know, a lot of folks a lot of folks aren't able to complete for for whatever reason um, during the month of November, but I've I've been very fortunate, and I uh, I set out a goal and I, I achieve it or seek to achieve it. And, and it's going well this month. It's been keeping me up late, uh, a lot of late nights. Uh, but, uh, but again, a labor of love and, and I make it as fun as possible. So it's, uh, it's, uh, as painless as possible and something to, to look forward to for sure. Sitting down behind the, the keys or the keyboard, rather the keys sounds like I'm sitting down behind a piano. No. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good. I know I've said it before, you know, um, I just, you know, I did some grocery shopping tonight. I, I love grocery shopping. I know a lot of people maybe don't. Maybe, you know, I don't I don't mean to be sexist, but maybe guys don't. Uh, but uh, I'm a guy who does. I, I enjoy it. I, and it's something I, my wife and I do, usually together at the end of the week. And I just love being with her, and I love walking around a, a grocery store. I don't, know, I don't know why. It's just something I dig. Uh, I did it solo tonight, though. My wife had to go get some supplies at uh, at another store. So she took our daughter, and I did the uh, the grocery shopping myself, and and it felt lonely, and I was jealous because there were couples everywhere. You know what I mean? It was like, oh man, you know, and I'm looking around, and it's like, I, you know, these people, you know, I don't know if the fellas are having a good time, or if, you know, maybe the lady's not having a good time, you know, and she's kind of annoyed to have to be there. I don't know, but uh, but um, but uh, I was envious, you know. I I love uh, I love being with my wife, and and uh, speaking of being with my wife, this is crazy. Uh, <clears throat> I say crazy. <clears throat> it's it's crazy to think I didn't say it myself. My goodness, uh, tomorrow, uh, November tenth, I'll have been married to my wife for twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. Yeah, we we well, we've been married since we were in our mid twenties. So you can do the math there and figure out where I'm at on the on the age uh, on the age bracket there, or we're both at. My wife and I are both around the same age. She's a little bit older than me, but only by only by about seven months. Anyway, uh, yeah, 20 years tomorrow. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't believe it. Uh, time has gone by so quick. But, uh, but uh, I'm very, very fortunate to have, uh, to have married my best friend and be with somebody who, uh, who is a wonderful person and a wonderful, uh, a wonderful partner, for sure, for sure. So we're going to go out to dinner. It should be a nice, nice night. You know, what we did was um, we were out last night. She said, I'd like to get something for our 20th anniversary. You know, it's a big number. Maybe we can go... Um, we don't have a fire pit. Maybe maybe we can find a fire pit. 
because it was something we both wanted and it'd be a nice addition to the house. And of course, everybody in the home can enjoy a fire pit. And if we have friends over, they can come over and enjoy the fire pit. Uh, well, well, we, we, we found something else. Now, this was something I had never heard of. It's called a fire table. Yeah. Now, if you can picture this, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know what? I don't even know what I'd compare it to, but if you can picture it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a large table, probably about, um, maybe about, you know, about four and a half feet, uh, from end to end, uh, on either side, square table. And then, and then there's a, a glass kind of, um, uh, I see, I want to say shelving, but like almost like a glass counter around the edge of it. And in the middle, of course, is uh, where the fire is, the flames. And we, she, she picked out this, this beautiful blue glass and, uh, and, and we brought the whole kit home. And today my daughter and I put the, put the thing together. And uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, again, the weather's been great. So it was another nice day here in New Hampshire. So my daughter and I, it took about an hour. It wasn't too, too bad. And it came with all the all the hardware and even the, the, the tools, which, you know, in most things you buy these days when you have to put them together, you get an Allen wrench, same sort of thing, just like an Allen wrench. And so, you know, all the screws or the bolts rather. And we uh, fortunately, I had another Allen wrench, so she and I could, you know, work on it uh, at the same time, screwing these parts in. And, and you needed two people because you had to kind of uh, pick it up at times and turn it over and turn it around. And uh, and then and then uh, we we turned it on, and it and it worked, and it's beautiful. It runs on propane. It's it's a really nice thing. It's going to be a nice addition to the home. I think we're going to get a lot of use out of it and and have a lot of fun with it. We we actually we ate dinner around it tonight. Uh, we uh, we have it on the deck. We ate dinner. We had a uh, um, Cheese fries. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my wife uh, had me, again, when I, I went and did the, the food shopping tonight, I, I got some crinkle cut fries, which I guess I wasn't supposed to get. They wanted like the, you know, like the shoestring fries, or they said shoestring or, or waffle fries. And, and all I saw was a big box of crinkle cut fries, a big box, a big bag rather of crinkle cut fries. And I said, oh, I'll just do that. That's, that that'll be fine. But I uh, brought them home and they immediately corrected me. Whoops, my mistake. Anyway, crinkle cut fries it was with uh, mild cheddar cheese, scallions, Chopped up, which uh, may, maybe uh, green onions. You're, you you know them as green onions. They're they're called green onions in the uh, supermarket. They don't they don't say scallions. I think in some some supermarkets in New England they'll say scallions. Others will say green onions. That said green onions. Anyway, got those. And then uh, and then my wife and uh, daughter they they eat meat, so they put uh, bacon on theirs, bacon bits. But I just had the uh, the cheese and the. Uh, the green onions, and of course, we, we you, you you dip them in in sour cream. You know, it's just just fantastic. It's like a, it's like a shoot loaded potato skins. Yeah, that's 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 essentially what it is. Um, yeah, it was dynamite. And then and then so we sat around the fire, had that, and then uh, the fire table rather, and then and then we did marshmallows. We did marshmallows uh, around the fire. It was it was really really cool. So nice night, a nice thing. Again, I'm hoping it's a it's a nice addition to, to uh. To the household, for sure. It'll be it'll be fun, for sure. And uh, and looking forward to getting some nice use out of that. Anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on there. You know, I, I I put this up on Twitter. I don't know if anybody saw it, but um, I I have no idea what I'm going to do for a 2021 calendar this year. You know, in the in the past, uh, a lot, the calendar I have now that I'm looking at right now, I got it via WFMU's uh, marathon. It was. Irwin Chusid's Marathon Premium. I don't know if you're if you've ever listened to w, WFMU, which is a the the America's oldest uh, free form, completely listener supported terrestrial radio station. Irwin Chusid, I think, has been on the station uh, since its inception, or or nearly uh, since very early 
in its inception, uh, Erwin Chusett has. And, and he offered this, this 2020 calendar as his marathon premium. Uh, and it's, it's, what it is, is it's photographs of vinyl album covers from WFMU's record library. And of course, you know, each, each album cover has the, you know, WFMU scribbled on it, but he picked out all these ones that are either iconic or just were like defaced so badly. They're almost like art pieces now, you know what I mean? And, and I love it. There's a whole, there's a whole uh, month. I think it's a month of, yeah, I know it's a month. The month of October was dedicated to Jandek of all people. There's like four Jandek album covers. If, if you don't know who Jandek is, look him up. It's a fascinating, fascinating character in the world of, of popular culture, uh, uh, albeit extremely, extremely esoteric. And, uh, but an interesting, interesting man, for sure. What a career. Nobody has had a career quite like what Jandek did. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, what else can I tell you? Okay, so we talked about the fire table. I told you about that. I told you about told you about the 2021 calendar. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do about a, a 2021 calendar. I'd love to, you know, I don't know, maybe somebody can recommend something. If, if you get a calendar via uh, some kind of um, donation to an organization or something, uh, I might be interested in doing that for sure. Let me let me know if you if you see something out there that that seems interesting. You know, I was thinking about this. So, like, my wife and I, again, have been married for 20 years. So we went, it was kind of wild, especially given what we're coming out of as a nation here, what with um, all the, uh, the the controversy and waiting for results, et cetera, et cetera, regarding the, the election. It, if, you'll, if you remember, in, in the year 2000, there was the whole ordeal with the Florida votes and, uh, and the hanging chads. I was trying to explain that to my daughter. She thought it was something frightening and horrible. But I said, no, 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 it's not. It's a hanging chat is just basically the hole punched out of a out of a piece of paper. You ever see the hole punch? And you got that little 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 white circle there. That's 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 a chad. And uh, if it if it's not punched completely, it, it it hangs and and it's hard to tell whether or not that's something that you should count. I guess as a vote. I, I don't know how the Florida electorate works, but so yeah, twenty years ago we were in Aruba. Uh, and I remember even in Aruba, their news was, was broadcasting what was going on, um, going on in the mainland, so to speak. And, uh, and we were still waiting to find out what was going to happen with this, uh, with that election. Wow. And that, and here we are 20 years later and the exact, well, similar, similar sort of situation happened, obviously, uh, you know, uh, last week. Anyway, uh, my goodness, have you guys, have you guys been listening to Michael Rappaport? His um his rants he he like Michael Rappaport does these insane rants and where he I guess he just walks down his street and and, and if you don't know who Michael Rappaport is I'll I'll let you know it, I think the the best the best um his most iconic role probably in True Romance if you remember that movie he was uh he he was he was uh, roommates with Brad Pitt. He was the wannabe actor that had, you know, he had the curly hair and he was trying out to be on, um, shoot that cop show, TJ Hooker. Remember TJ Hooker with William Shatner? He was, he was, he was trying out for, the, for that. And, uh, he had this, he had a small role in uh, true romance, but it's probably the film that most people identify him with. Um, but he's been in a lot of other things. He was in beautiful girls, he was in uh, the one thing I remember he, that he was in that he I thought was particularly good was uh, Mighty Aphrodite, 
which was uh, this Woody Allen film, I think from like the, the mid to late 90s. And uh, he, he was really good in that. But, but anyway, um, he, he's been doing these rants uh, regarding you-know-who uh, in the White House, basically getting, getting uh, angrier and angrier, especially, especially um, given what we're, what, what's happened with the election and everything like that. And he seems to just be taking his phone and walking down the street and filming himself uh, screaming obscenities at the president. <laughs> at the president. And it's hilarious, I think. You know, I don't know if, 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 uh, if a person who is particularly has an affinity for uh, our 45th president would find it as funny as I do. I don't know. But, uh, but I find it hilarious, quite frankly. And he's very, you know, it's funny because like as many as F-bombs as you drop and as many, as many uh, um, curse words as he fits into the thing, there's, you know, there's no ums or uhs or anything like that. He's very, very succinct. And there's no cuts. It's all one take. And I suppose he's an actor. So you should suspect, uh, so you should rather expect that he'll be, he'll, you know, he he's uh, he he knows what he's doing in front of a camera, whether it's a camera on a phone or 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 a or a professional uh, professional uh, film, you know, uh, film camera. But uh, but yeah, so just just hilarious. And and I was thinking like, like I don't, I I'm interested in extreme characters, right? I I just like love extreme people, whether uh, regardless of which way they go. And he's he's obviously an extreme character. Though the one thing that I remember. Michael Rampaport best from is um is Louis CK's show. Now I, I know I know Louis CK has since been there's controversy obviously uh, involving involving uh, what he did and and um the Me Too movement obviously uh took him down and, and rightfully so. The thing that bothered me and I was talking to a friend about this too. Like like I remember Louis CK posted this whole thing after that that whole that whole controversy. I say controversy, you know, it's like he he was uh, inappropriate with um with a couple ladies uh backstage in 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 which he he um he performed an act on himself that they didn't care to see let me say that and basically blocked the door so they had to witness it or whatever so if you in case you didn't know and louis ck is a stand up comedian and if you didn't know that but uh but like i remember this whole statement he wrote and i remember reading the statement and I kept looking for the words, I'm sorry, and they weren't in the statement. And I was like, what? Why wouldn't you say you're sorry? You know, after all this, you say all these things. I'm sorry. My, I'm sorry. My, my point wasn't to talk about Louis C.K. My point was to talk about Louis C.K.'s show. He had the show called Louis. I think it was in the, like the early aughts, maybe mid-aughts. I don't know. It's kind of blurs together after 2000 for me because I'm in my mid forties, I think. So time is kind of, uh, uh, kind of mashing together as a lot of things get, get repeated, um, culturally. But, but there was this episode where Michael Rappaport played a cop who had dated, I think, Louis's sister. And basically they run into each other on the street and he's, he's this very overbearing person. And, uh, he's like, come on, let's hang out. Let's go out. And you could tell Louis is not really interested, but, but uh, he does anyway, and they have this this wild night. Um, and when I say wild night, it's not like wild as in like wildly fantastic, just a very, very dramatic evening. And Michael Rappaport, in this role as this cop in this Louis episode, was just amazing. Like the acting was just fantastic. The character he played, first of all, he he, he, he fleshed out this, this character so much so like you knew this kind of guy, you know, this overbearing personality, kind of um, loud and um, uh, 
you know, um, so at times obnoxious, but you can tell, like, there's a very needy person under there. You know what I mean? And uh, if you've ever seen this episode of Louie or you ever look for it, uh, this this if or any of the episodes of Louie, I thought the whole show was 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 amazing. Um, I loved every episode of that show. And um, but <clears throat> again, this one with with Michael Rappaport as this cop was just 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 a dynamite dynamite performance. And uh, so I've always thought thought highly of Michael Rappaport in terms of, of his his acting. Uh, in terms in terms of these rants that he does, uh, I'm amused. And uh, I watch them. I watch. I'll, I'll, I'll admittedly watch them multiple times. My wife and I both do. We got such a kick out of them. We were watching them in the car, eating ice cream, just like sitting in the car eating ice cream, watching Michael Rappaport scream about how much he hates um, uh, the current administration. And uh, we just got a kick out of it. We thought it was so funny. Uh, as, as far as his sports talk, I know he does a lot of sports talk. That doesn't interest me so much because I'm not into sports. But uh, I'll, watch him, uh, I'll watch, him rant about, uh, watch him rant about politics uh, anytime, for sure. Anyway, uh, this is uh, this has been fun. I'm, I I, I got to kind of keep this one short, if only because it's, there's a there's five Mondays in this month, and I want to be able to give you a show every Monday. Um, I uh, I hope you take care of yourself. I hope you have a good week. I don't know where you are. We're supposed to get, you know, if you're in New England and you're listening to this, it's supposed to be nice. At least at least where I am in New Hampshire, for the bulk of the week. So enjoy it if you if you have a chance to get out there and. and uh, and uh, enjoy the weather, or at least try to get out, you know, for lunch. You know, maybe you, maybe you can eat outside, especially if you're if you're if you're at home or or you're working from home or uh, whatever. You know, maybe just uh, or or just go for go for get some air. You know what I mean? Go for a little walk. You know, or or walk your dog. Maybe maybe if you have a dog, and, and maybe something wonderful will happen, right? I don't know. Try to bring this around to the beginning. I don't know. Anyway, jeez, uh, I don't even know what episode of the podcast this is. I I should probably I should probably have checked that beforehand. Let's take a look here. I'm going to tell you which episode of the podcast it is. This has been episode 146 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.